to This Magical Life, a weekly podcast hosted by two witchy friends. I'm Victoria. I'm a mom, I manage a shop, and I teach Teen Witch Academy. I'm Margaret. I'm a magical bard, and I love tarot and astrology. We're both witches and dog people. Hey, Margaret, how are you today? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. Awesome. I'm always good when we're hanging out. Me too. It's always Me lovely. too. Um, what, what's new? What's going on? What's happening? Well, we just saw the loveliest moon-Venus combination oh, in the sky. We sure did. We sure did. I tried to get a photo. We were just talking about how, for some reason, iPhone, it's, there's like a problem whenever you're trying to focus on the moon. Um, I, I've never had success with it. Yeah, I have so. a lot of success with like my, my big camera. Yeah, I'm sure. But, Cause um, then you, you can adjust. Mm-hmm. I know there's a way in iPhone to adjust the F stop and like all of that. Yes. But I still think it doesn't quite grasp it. Well, I think also that what the iPhone does, not to get all like photography. No, but, go for it. This is, but this is when you're taking a picture fields. of something su- such bright light, you want it to be a quick photo. You don't want it to be a long photo. And what happens is, it's like, oh, it's dark. I'm going to have, you know, it open for three seconds. And that's yeah. just too much. It makes everything look grainy and just a, a bright blob. Um, so, yeah, so that is part of the problem. I think that, I think people always think, too, that, like, because it's the moon and it's so far away, we need to treat it like it's a dark object. But, you know, we don't. Right. We need to treat it like it's the sun. It's basically the sun of the night. It's the sun <laughs> of the night. I feel like it needs a song, but yes. I'm not going to say Yes. Sun of the night. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so, I only sing in the car. <laughs> okay, okay. So, yeah, I've been making up a lot of my own songs, too. We were nice. at a hotel, and I decided I would make up a I'll song I'll do that at home and stuff. So, yeah. um, the kids were like, is something wrong with you? No. You're just exercising like, your creative I'm, genius. I'm making, maybe they want a song. Maybe they're going to hear me, and they're going to be like, we need a song. Thank goodness this patron showed us exactly how much exactly. we need a song right now. I am just trying to help. But yeah, so that's, that's my whole thing with, with uh, moon photography. I wish that it could just easily be done yeah. with your iPhone, but it just can't. Yeah. Unless I, you take some sort of class or maybe you need an app. I'm not sure. Who knows? Who yeah. knows? I know that you've done a lot of moon photography with your camera. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know... You definitely know the photog world. <laughs> the photog world. The I photog do. Photog world. I do, but um, yeah, yeah. Because I used to think too. Oh, it's night, so you have to have your shutter open longer. Yeah, but no. Okay. The sun of the night. The sun of the, the night. The sun of the night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna keep singing that now. I feel like we should mix that. Apologies to everybody. Let's see how it sounds against um uh. Some, some accompaniment. Oh, there you go. You know? There you go. Maybe, <laughs> well, maybe you expect it. something on our Instagram <laughs> <laughs> Like, what does it say? Not, um, when somebody has like their own audio. So, oh yeah, original audio. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, if it says original audio, you'll know that we wrote that. And then that. you can reuse it for reels. Yeah. Hopefully reels of the moon. Yeah, there you the go. the sun of the night. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. See, it's catching on. It's catching on. I feel like this would be a song that one would find in uh, What We Do in the Shadows. Oh, absolutely. How <laughs> song great Song by Nadia that? or yeah. maybe Nandor. Yeah. I think, I think any would be wonderful. Any, yeah. Would be wonderful. Yeah. I agree. We should write to them. 
We and totally send them should. a demo. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> so that in the next season they can include the son of the night. Now you're thinking. You see? I, I've got you're my thinking. thinking. Cap on. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that's a really great idea and it just makes sense. Totally. <laughs> we'll get on that. We'll get on that. Right we'll get on, on that. that. Also, um, before we get into the content of this episode, I'm sitting here across from your lovely witch house lamp, which oh. I think has been on since earlier. <laughs> it has. It has. Sometimes it stays on for days. Awesome. Um, but yeah, I think we included a photo of it yes. when we went on our trip to Salem. Yes, you were kind it enough is to share that. probably one of my favorite purchase, purchases. Although, I'm looking around the room and I'm going to be like, oh, that statue, that's my favorite. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but I do love it. I just think it looks so much fun. It, it does. And through every season. Yeah, yeah. You know, my dream is still to get a house in Salem. But for now, you have a Salem house. Exactly. In my home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. We'll yeah. get you there. And yeah. I say we, but it's more like you and I'm just here to look at houses on Zillow sometimes. <laughs> and Zillow spy. <laughs> well, not that I want to make this about the real estate market, but we all know that if you're looking at something, you either have to go there that moment and like basically move into the... To the house that moment. Become that it gets a squatter listed. and then bid. Or you need to like be like, oh, okay, you're asking, I don't know, a million dollars? Well, here's four million dollars. Exactly. So, you know, cash. Yeah. Exactly, cash. Suitcase. Here's my suitcase of cash. Here's my suitcase of money. Just in case anyone is listening and gets a little excited, we don't have suitcases full of four <laughs> yeah. million dollars. No. No, we don't. That's why we, hence the no house. Exactly. So <laughs> Victoria has a lovely mini house in yes. her real house. Yes. Unfortunately, we can't live in. The no, same house, we can't. We, not. It'd, we it'd can't have to be a whole it. shrinking thing, and it'd be. They a made thing. a movie about that with Matt Damon, and it creeped me out. Oh my gosh, was that that movie like downsizing? Yeah, I did not like that. It made me so uncomfortable, right? And not, I think it was supposed to, but I think so too. And not like the whole movie, like when right. he was like with other people, like his size. But when they had like this one scene where, I guess everyone was going on a trip. So they had like this like clear yeah. suitcase with like air holes that with people, people in it. It reminded me of that on cat suitcase that also freaks me out. Yeah, it just, it really, yeah, it freaked me out. So sorry, Matt Damon, for if you're listening. Yeah, you're a brilliant actor. <laughs> yeah, but, but that movie that creeped movie us out. freaked us out. Um, anyway. <laughs> anyway, you know, he's probably listening. I don't want to hurt his feelings. I'm sure he is. You he know. probably, you know, would like... The most magical life he could possibly have. I that's believe pretty, probably pretty magical. It probably is, but you know what? You never know. Is it magical enough? Probably not. It could always be more magical. Exactly. Any exactly. life could. Exactly. Which brings us to listeners, our topic for tonight, which isn't about Matt Damon. It is not about Matt Damon. No. Although there, I would not be surprised if somewhere there was one of these that is somehow connected to him or a movie he's done because he's been in so many. Great probably. Movies. But can I just tell you, and uh, then I will get off the Matt Damon yeah, uh, that's fine. boat or whatever, train, I don't know. He is one of those people that I feel like I would be friends with if I knew Definitely. him. Like, if he was my neighbor, I feel like I'd be friends with Matt, him. Matt, if you're listening, please move in next to Victoria. Yes, because I think that you and I would be friends. I think that, like, you know, I could watch your, I think his, he has little kids. So I could watch sure. his kids. Now I sound like a stalker. You know, Tom and him could be friends. Yeah, totally. You know, they his wife the is dogs. beautiful. Maybe she could teach me some Italian. So that's all that I'm saying. Okay. If he lived next door to me, we'd be like family friends. Right. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> Matt, take note. Please take or note. Or if any of our listeners happen to know Matt. Yeah. 
Drop, drop a line to him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but our real topic... Our real topic. Besides trying to find my new neighbor, is, um, <laughs> is we're going to discuss tarot decks and oracle card decks. Woo-hoo! Or oracle decks and tarot decks. Um, because a lot of people get them either confused or don't know what the difference is or, yep. you know, or don't know, like, hey, if I, if I use one, can I use the other? Can I use them together? So we're hoping to answer all your questions. Yeah, and it's a really great question for folks who are magic curious because tarot, so many people know about it because it's been mm-hmm. around for hundreds of years, and oracle cards have had a, are having and have had a bit of a moment lately. Mm-hmm. And they could be a really nice way to get into a magical existence because you don't really have to memorize anything with an oracle card. It's no. got the message right on it. No, um, um, absolutely. Um, if I was just starting out, I may say, well, it depends how intuitive I am. But if I was just starting out and I didn't know where to begin, I might say, you know, let me go pick up an oracle card deck. Yep. Um, let me just get myself familiar with this because an oracle card or, or oracle cards... You know, they have an author, of course. Somebody has to do the artwork and, and um, would you call it the description? No, you'd call it the subject matter that each card is on. Maybe do some writing about it. Yeah. Somebody would need to do all that. But everybody who writes an oracle deck, it's not like they all get together and they go off of one main <laughs> oracle deck. Yeah. Anybody could do whatever they want. Like the, you know, the sky's the limit. Sky's you could the have... Limit. 20 cards, you could have 77 cards, you could have, you know, 50 cards. It doesn't matter. There's no steadfast rules for Oracle decks. Correct. It just has to, of course, be beautiful, so people want to want to buy it, and it has to make some sort of sense. Yeah, there has to be an arc through it or a theme to it. I've seen Oracle decks that even have suits in them. You don't have to use them that no, way, but you, you don't. can. You don't. It, um, you know... And they they usually have some unifying factor. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they 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 have that cohesiveness. Mm-hmm. But the cool thing is, is you can pull from several different decks. You can in a single reading, and that can be a really nice way to get kind of a holistic or bird's eye view, if you will. You can of a situation. You can. Yep. Generally, on an oracle deck deck. <laughs> <laughs> On an oracle deck, sorry, buddy. Um, you know, you have a card that has a picture on it, a photograph, a yep. drawing, or whatever. And sometimes they'll just have a number at the bottom. Sometimes they'll have a word. I like the ones where it has like a little paragraph on it. Yeah, where there's a message. Um, I have a a spiritual no. Um, what is it called? Uh, not spiritual animals. Um, is it that one right there? Spirit of the animals. Yes, spirit of the animals. That's a beautiful deck because not only does it have the picture of the animal, what the animal's name is, but like a brief description of what the card's about. And then you could go to the book and get an even more description. Yes. On this deck that I'm holding, which is called uh, Anatomy of a Witch Oracle, it's a picture and just a word on the bottom. Yeah. And then you could go look up the the card in the book that comes with the deck. And that's the one thing that you need to know, that when you order decks... If you order like a counterfeit deck, you will know it's counterfeit because you will only get the cards with it. Right, which means you're only getting about 10% of their capacity to help you. Exactly. The book is huge because the book gives you, it usually gives you a whole 
description of what it's talking about, sometimes some keywords, sometimes a way to, um, you know, think about in your, in your everyday life how to, um, how to use this card. Because some cards are about maybe something that happened to you, maybe something that's going to happen to you, or maybe just like affirmations. Yeah. One of my favorite um, Oracle deck authors is Rebecca Campbell. Oh, you love her. I I adore her, Rebecca. If you happen to ever listen to this, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. But I think I'd be friends with her if she was my neighbor. I think you totally would. (laughs) Um, I I have all of hers, and I've pre-ordered the new one that's coming out, which is Healing Waters. Okay. Um, And what I really like about them is you get, you know, a little picture in the book so you can be sure you're looking at the right card. You get the title of the card. Each card also then has another line on it that kind of gives you some ideas about the message it carries. But in the book, you get the description. Sometimes you get some history mm-hmm. or folklore that relate to the card. Mm-hmm. And then there's usually either um, like a little mantra, affirmation or prayer or whatever you want to mm-hmm. call it. Or there's something called soul inquiry, which is her way of prompting you to journal or think about the card more deeply. Okay. And actually she just she just launched a new podcast called Returning that I totally recommend. Really? It's beautiful. Um are, doesn't she also have a club? She does. I'm in that too. It's called the Sanctuary. It okay. used to be called Rise Sister Rise, but it changed to the Sanctuary. Okay. And then I'm also in her Inner Temple Mystery School. Okay. Like I said, I have just like gone all the way down that rabbit That's hole. That's great. But, um, but I, mean, I, I like if you're gonna go down some yeah. you know path. I mean, she's she is pretty she's magical. Fabulous. So she's fabulous. Yeah. Um, but I like her oracle cards because they give you an action step to take. Okay, you don't have to take it. You don't have to journal on it or hold the card to your heart and say specific words if you don't want to. She's not gonna come to your house and double check. You know, we sure no. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure. But maybe that's what you should do. You shouldn't do what the card says, and then you should wait at your. Then Rebecca your door. Campbell will show up. Yeah, and you can like, Rebecca. Let's Cause be she pals. knows. Because she knows. I also um, I I have subscribed to get monthly oracle readings from her, and I've gotten one so far. And oh, it was amazing! That must be lovely. It's so lovely. No, she's she's quite smart. She's quite brilliant, and she's quite magical. Totally. So, yeah. yeah. Totally. So you know, I I but I like her oracle cards because they they have. A picture of the title of the card, and they have the message, the main mm-hmm. message. But then you can go in the book and get a lot more out of it as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, for me, I like to pick an oracle card each morning. I love it. And the reason why I like to do oracle over tarot is, and this again is just me, and when we talk about tarot, we could go over it a little bit, but tarot, I feel like if I pull, pull one card, I almost have to pull another one Yeah. to kind of... Um, What's the words that I'm looking for? Contextualize? Yeah. 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 But when I pull Oracle, it's basically like telling me, you know, oh, okay, <laughs> this is what I'm dealing with. And, yeah. You know, or this is what you need to deal with today or you need to look out for today. And I kind of like that because it's a nice morning routine so that it doesn't take up a lot of time. Totally. You know, a lot of times what I do is I, I take a picture of my card, I take a picture of the book, and then I'm out the door. Yeah. And then, you know, I'll maybe I'll look up and be like, oh, this doesn't mean anything. But I'm going to journal about how it doesn't mean anything to me. And then I'm like, oh, wait a second. <laughs> Hang <laughs> on. Know, wait a second. It actually means a ton. Right. But for yeah. me, and again, I am not a tarot reader, um, but for me, when I use tarot cards, and maybe it's because I'm not a tarot reader yet, you know, um, 
I need to pull at least a card or two. It's like more of a process. Mm -hmm. So I can't really do it like in the morning. I have to do it in the evening. Yeah. Because my mornings, because I don't get out of bed on time, I need to do quick things. You get out of bed when it's right for you to get out of bed. (laughs) Thank you. There's zero judgment on our podcast. Thank you. And listeners, if any of you are judging Victoria on when she gets out of bed, you can just keep that to yourself, (laughs) please. Thank you, Margaret. We, we want to hear your other comments, but you can keep that one too. You know, yourself. but yeah, like sometimes in the morning you, you don't need to really be analyzing something as much as you need like, you know, a message. Like I always feel like the, the Oracle card is a message to me about what I need to watch out for or what I need to bring in or something like that. Like, yeah. you know, it's it's things that I have to kind of think about where I feel like tarot is a little bit more kind of... Once you get enough cards, it's really telling you almost like an, I almost feel like an exact situation. Yeah. So one of the things, I mean, everything that you said interested me because I'm genuinely interested <laughs> in pretty much everything you say. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> um, but one of the things that stuck out most to me mm-hmm. was that you mentioned that tarot would be something you would have to do at night. That's when, I, when I'm reading for myself, obviously if I'm reading for somebody else, it's usually not late at night, but Late at night is when I'll use tarot cards. Yeah. Earlier in the day or even during the day is when I'll pull an oracle card. Because I'm usually busy. I'm doing something else. Right. You know, just like, okay, something, I, I need I need a focal point. I need mm-hmm. whatever. I'll pull an oracle card because I don't, and I've been reading tarot since the mid-1990s. And I still need to take time to sit and analyze <coughs> it. I can, I can get a message from a single card, but I got to sit with it for a while. Yeah. Even if I know the card and really think about like, what is this actually trying to tell me? Because it's a little bit more abstracted, mm-hmm. you know, um, and the um, the symbolism is not always as spot on. Whereas usually with an oracle card, if the title of the card, the message of the card, or what's in the book doesn't grab me, usually there's something in the picture that does. Yeah. Yeah. I Yes. I so, agree with yeah, you there. Out of all of those aspects, yeah. something is going to speak to me. Yeah, pretty a, quick. A lot of times with tarot, I really have to like look at the picture. Yeah, and like really think. Um, that makes sense. But again, it may just be because tarot doesn't come that quickly to me. So, um, but why don't you explain, if you don't mind, what tarot actually is, so that sure. people will be like, "Oh, now I know what you're talking about." Now what that? No, no, no. <laughs> let, 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 let me try that again. Now that's what that is. Okay, so tarot. Uh, where Victoria was saying that oracle cards could have any number of cards per deck. Tarot is different. And I'm speaking about the tarot cards that are based off the Rider Waite system, not the um, not the Lenormand. I don't know anything about those. Or the Toth or the yeah. Mar is it called Marseille? Marse Tarot de Marseille. Now those I think do have it's just like that's like a design. Oh, I thought that, that was actually like isn't there like a there's a kind with an M. I can't remember. There might be. I can't remember. So, but I'm talking about the ones that are based on the Rider Waite yes. Yes. system. Or RWS, as you might see. That's always 78 cards. All right, so there's five suits. There's the Major Arcana, where you'll find things like the Magician, the Fool. These are not going in order. The Hermit, <laughs> the Death card, right? Um, the Sun. And those, to me anyway... And to a lot of other people, <laughs> but I'm giving this uh, from my point of view. Those really represent our soul's journey in this life. And we can dip in and out of it, you know, at different points. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily always going to go from 
card zero or one to 21 or 22, depending on which system you're in, they might number them differently. But, you know, um, those are really about like the bigger moments in life mm-hmm. and our growth as a human in this life. Then you have the minor arcana, which is more day-to-day stuff. You've got the swords. These are also not in order. The It should be wands. Um, then swords, then pentacles, then cups, I believe. But um, those are day-to-day stuff. So wands are the fire suit. They're all about home and business and imagination and inspiration and creativity. And um, sometimes they can be about conflict, depending on which one it is. Like the five of wands is usually a little... Fives are are challenging Mm -hmm. numbers. Um, And then swords is all... Some people read swords as always to do with conflict. It isn't uh, in my book. They are more to do with the intellect and everything that is around that. So it could be um, communication. Uh, it's it's the air the air suit. So mm-hmm. it could be education. Um, it can be like legal strife, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It can also be conflict because they are swords. But it doesn't. You know, not every sword is a bad. Well, there are no bad cards, but not every sword is um, a challenging card. Right. Uh, there's always another side to it. Um, and then, you know, you've got the pentacles, which is the earth suit. And that's all about material stuff and mastery and, and, and the craftsman side or craftswoman side of creativity or Mm -hmm. craftsperson side. Um, and then, and, and resources, which can be material resources. They can also be other people in our lives, what we learn from each other. Etc. So you're probably sensing so far that there's some overlap a little bit in the suits, which can make it a little bit confusing at first, but you get used to reading them. And then you've got cups, which are the water suit, and it's all about how we feel things and our connection to our inner child and to others on an emotional level. Um, and then within the minor suits, mm-hmm. you've got the court cards, which are the pages, the knights, the queens, and the kings. And those typically represent people who could be you, the seeker or querent. Mm-hmm. You might see that word bandied about. Or they could be other people in that person's life. Um, and, you know, similarly to the way that a dream will pull someone you know, because they represent some aspect of yourself, mm-hmm. it isn't always necessarily, oh, that person is going to, you're going to see that person today. Mm-hmm. It can be that. But it could also be like, all right, so Victoria, if, um, say, I always think of Queen of Swords for you because you have that nurturing quality, but you're also very much an air sign. Mm -hmm. So you've got that, you know, Mm -hmm. that um, intellect as well. And the sharp wit. You're welcome. And uh, so if Queen of Swords came up, I might be like, maybe I'll see Victoria today. Right. Okay. Right. Or it might be like, okay, Victoria has this quality that I admire. How can I bring that into my life today? Mm -hmm. Even if I don't get to see her. So, you know, it could be one or the other. Or it could be, um, how can I, in my own self, emulate this quality that Victoria has? So, not that I'm trying to be you. Unless, of course, you start living next to Matt Damon, and then we'll talk. Yeah, yeah, no, we'll kidding. talk. I'll, I'll just move in. I'll, I'll live there in the fireplace or something. That's I can fine. curl up in there. Um, but, so, the tarot has these five suits, and usually you use spreads with tarot cards to give each card placement meaning. To mm-hmm. help with the abstractness of it. Okay. Even though there's like people and stuff, 
in the cards a lot of the mm-hmm. time, depending on which deck you get. I have a couple decks that don't have any people, and they're kind of funky and cool. Um, but, you know, you use placements in a tarot spread if you're using one to give a little bit more context, right? So if you were going to pull three cards, it might be past, present, future. Mm-hmm. Um, although I always like to tell people to be careful with predicting the future with any kind of divination tool. Well, absolutely. absolutely. So that it doesn't, A, become a self-fulfilling prophecy, and yep. B, you know, you still have free will. Yeah, exactly. You, you, you can change everything. Yeah. Um, you turn left instead of right, and everything that comes into the future yep. is different. So the tarot is a lot more prescribed. <coughs> Excuse me. It also usually does come with a book. Um, but the thing about tarot is if you do get a deck without a book, you can still read it with relative ease as long mm-hmm. as you know the meanings of the cards, which oh, yeah. tap into so many different traditions and yeah. elements. Especially uh, if it's a writer weight yeah. deck, you know, you can really look at any book. Yeah, exactly. You know, maybe there's little nuances that aren't the same, but it's basically all, all both off of the same principles, right? Yes, 100%. So, you know, there's that flexibility as well. Um, and, you know, one of my favorite tarot decks for beginners, if you're if you're just getting into it, it's called the Heaven and Earth Tarot because mm-hmm. a lot of the tarot cards, except for I think the court cards, have a keyword printed on them. Now I pick them because the the writing on them looks like you know ink and parchment. Okay. And I kind of like the the muted tones of them as well. Um, but you know if you're just getting started, that's a really nice deck because it's got a keyword. Yeah, the keywords are very helpful. As yeah. somebody who's been trying to, or, or who's working on learning the tarot, the keywords are very helpful. Yeah, and you know, there's always going to be more to it. Like the temperance yep. card, I believe it says patience on it. And yeah, temperance can mean patience. It can mean a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, there's there's obviously a lot more to it. But if you see that keyword, it can trigger in your mind the other meanings that come with that card. It can make it a little bit easier to learn. So. Mm-hmm. Um, there are other decks out there too that have keywords on the tarot cards. There are in fact decks now for beginner tarot readers that have more than the keyword. They'll have like the keyword on the front and then on the back, like a whole bunch of information. Yep. There's tarot flashcards out there that you can use as the cards themselves. So, you know, there's lots of ways to learn. Um, although I've, I've always liked the method of, you know, and this is the same method that Heather teaches too, of, you know, see what you see in it. And then compare to the to the book so that yep. you're not always relying on the rote yep. memorization. Yep. And I was going to say, I took Heather's class, which was great. Yeah. And it really, really helped me. The and I wish I had been a little bit more, um, you know, scheduled about like practicing and because I let a lot of time go and then I forgot a lot of what I had picked up. Yeah. So, um, but you know, that happens. Such is life. But She's an excellent teacher. She is. And um, I think that sometimes that really helps to have um, somebody either teaching you, like taking a class, or I also like a Biddy Tarot. Yep. Um, I really don't resonate with the cards that much. They're they're basically yeah. gold and purple. Which and, I, I, which I love the colors. Because they're purple. But, but I, yeah. I don't really resonate with the deck, but I do resonate with her writing. Yeah. So um, I do enjoy those, and, and I find that... Um, Using her writing with, a, like, a traditional writer, writer weight deck really helps me. Totally. Totally. 
And we'll put notes for Heather's class. Yes, we should. And we'll put the link in we the show We should, because you could take her class right online. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, it's, you know, it's she great. has some great points and some great, um, I guess, little methods that she does yeah. that she shares with you. Yeah. Um, and I think she's got a few different levels, right, mm-hmm. that you can do, mm-hmm. depending on... What you're, yes. what you're looking for. Yes. Now, I love tarot cards and I love oracle cards, but one thing I do love, and I think I think you've done this too, but um, whenever our friend Anastasia from uh, at the Tarot Hottie, she uses both together. Yes. She'll use like um, I love doing that. Um, a, a tarot deck and then, you know, maybe she wants some clarification. So she'll pull some cards out of an oracle deck and get you to try to get you the best amount of information that she can. Yep. Um, and the most amount of help. Yeah. And um, then the other nice thing about it is you might have an idea. See, the tarot cards have so much abstraction to them that you could pull several meanings from a spread. Yes. And it's like, well, what is this really? like? And the, the Oracle card just provides like a focal point. Yep. For it all. Yep. I, I think so. Yeah. And I think that um, using them together is wonderful. Totally. Because um, I think that that only enhances it does and that's not to say you can't do a spread with oracle cards oh no you totally can can. yeah if oracle cards are your jam lean into that yep um you don't have to learn tarot yep yep there's no (laughs) there are no rules (laughs) absolutely um i've seen people who use like their tarot deck and pendulum together yep um i've seen people who do the um like they'll do like tea leaves and tarot together yeah um it's very cool. I think I think kind of mixing everything up a little bit kind of only enhances the whole totally the whole finished product of what you're gonna get the whole finished reading. One hundred percent. I used to combine tarot, oracle, runes, and pendulum. That's right. You, yep. And you come out of that knowing exactly. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. your pathways yeah, are. It you really know? gives you a lot of information. Yeah. Um, like I said, I always loved oracle cards. I love. Um, I love all the different decks. I love ones with, with, you know, with paintings, ones with, you know, charcoal drawings, ones that look like they're almost like collage. Yeah. You know, ones with photography are kind of my, my jam. <laughs> um, but I do find that picking an oracle card each day, it just focuses me in on something. Yeah. It, it, you know, it helps me to focus. It also helps me to um, not really make decisions or anything, but just kind of think about, you know, I picked this card. I, I don't know what it's talking about. And then, like, once I'm thinking about it during the day, I'm like, it kind of helps me to realize, like, how it all comes together, how it's yeah. meeting up. And, oh, I did need to work on this. And, you know, this is something I need to have brought to my attention. It can be a really nice way to, in, in that vein, to serve as a reminder throughout the day that you're working in partnership with the universe. Mm-hmm. And that, like... You know, you might not get what you want exactly when you want it. Right. But that there's other forces at play around you. Right. That could be contributing to your future path. So it can kind of, I I don't know if anyone else who's listening feels this way sometimes, but I have got a lot of Capricorn energy and there's a lot of ambition, you know, wound up within that. Mm -hmm. And also because of the Gemini energy, sometimes when I envision a project, I want it to be done immediately. I want it to be done right. And I want it to already be doing what it needs to do in the world. Okay. And when I discover that five seconds after I've imagined it, it's not doing that yet, <laughs> I can often feel frustrated yeah. with myself. And it's like, why? You just thought of this. Of yeah. course, you haven't written that whole book yet. Right. You know, 
<coughs> excuse me, um, allergies. And, uh, you know, having something like an Oracle card, it can just be a little reminder like, okay, today was about getting the idea. You don't have to, you don't have to finish it yet, Margaret. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Yeah. I could just kind of quiet that down for me a little bit, which I really, really appreciate. Yep. <laughs> because not only do I have a lot of Capricorn energy, but my ascendant ruler is also in Capricorn. Mm-hmm. So it's like very, very heavy Capricorn. And, you know, for me, that just kind of just quiets everything down a little bit. Okay. And makes it so that I can use that drive, that ambition. Mm-hmm. Without making myself too crazy. Sometimes. Okay. Most of the time. Okay. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. Um, the The other thing I really love about cards is um, I love to, especially at the Team Witch classes, but like with anybody, yeah. saying like, bring in a deck and show me. It's lovely to see like what people resonate with. Like, yes. Like, oh, yes. you know, um, this is the deck. I have a Moonology deck. And, you know, you're like, okay, like I totally get why you have a Moonology deck or, you know. Um, it, it's really kind of cool. Um, you know, somebody just recently showed me an, Ed, an Edgar Allan Poe deck. Ooh. And after they did, I was like, yeah, it makes sense. Like checks, makes yeah. sense, you know. Fits. Mm-hmm. Totally fits. So I do like when people, you know, when everybody kind of comes together and like, well, I brought my deck and you're like, what did you bring? <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you one of the ones that's on my nightstand right now. Mm-hmm. I use it that frequently. Like usually first thing in the morning, Divination of the Ancients. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. That's, the, that's what it's called. And for me, that one is just like, I'm so interested in everything ancient mm-hmm. that I can get my hands on. Mm-hmm. So that's that's really fun to go into. Okay. You've seen that, that deck before. I have. Yeah. I have. Um, the deck that I most used recently yeah. when I was away, and it's even on my altar now, I think, is a Season of the Witch, the Beltane deck. Nice. Because Beltane season, yeah. so it kind of made sense to have the Beltane deck out. Appropriate. Um, <laughs> but I do love the artwork, and I love the colors that oh, are used yeah, on that, that deck. Like and I pure yellow. Yep. I mod. feel like um, that deck really speaks to me. I feel like all those Season of the Witch cards really do speak to me, but um, yeah, it's nice having, um, you know, because she has like the Yule, the Samhain, and the Beltane. So it's just kind of nice. Awesome. Yeah. That's that's fabulous. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> Yay. But yeah, if you like are kind of wondering and not really super committed yet into maybe getting a tarot deck and learning tarot, pick up an oracle deck. Yeah, go oracle. Or just pick up a tarot deck and see if it even resonates with you or what you're feeling. Um, <clears throat> you know, go through the cards, see what's coming to your head. I think that it's it's a uh, it's all going to be a super fun time. But it's all going to be a really, um, I think you learn a lot about yourself when you use the cards. Definitely. Be ready to do a deep dive into the self because the cards are, I find, and like I said, I've been doing this for a long time. They still surprise me with their accuracy. Mm-hmm. And they just kind of see right through every situation or, or through you sometimes. Um, I don't mean you, Victoria. No, I know <laughs> what you mean. All of your cards will see through Victoria. Yeah. <laughs> But they, they just kind of, they call you out where you have room to grow and they kind of build you up where you, where you have a foundation to stand on. And it's, it's a really nice experience. It's a nice way to live magically, you know, without having to, you could do it with a single deck. You don't have to be an addict like Victoria and myself. No, you do not. Um, you know, and if, if 
you're not ready to do candle magic or crystal magic or kitchen magic or insert other type of magic here, they can be a really nice way to live a magical life. I absolutely agree with you. Thank you. Um, while you were speaking, I put out the Anatomy of a Witch or beautiful deck and thought maybe you'd like to pick a card. I would love to. Thank you. Great. I'm going to choose. Ooh, yeah, right here. This one. Hang on. I see it. I'm going to grab it. And I like it because the part that was facing out is this like cerulean blue. Ooh. Which I just love. I picked the birth card. Birth. Okay. <clears throat> okay. So, um, <clears throat> description. You know what? I'm going to, maybe I'll read. I'll go right into what they think that you should do. Okay. Okay. Things are in a process right now, so preparation is key. Consider how you can acknowledge the impending change or help deliver it into being. You could create ritual that focuses on building stamina and strength for endurance and or design a rite of celebration to honor the change. Oh, I like that. Oh, I like that card a lot. I really do. I like that. What do you pick? My card is hands. Like H-A-N-D-S. That's a pretty card. And my card says, forgive the pun, but it's time for a hands-on approach to whatever you've been contemplating. The best way to make your mark on the world right now is through direct interaction, getting involved, and lending aid to someone else, whether physically or metaphysically. Remember the power that rests in your hands. Wow. Well, like you that. are powerful. Well, thank you. You're I welcome. like these cards. They're yeah, gorgeous. these cards are really pretty, so I thought that we would just pull some cards. If anybody ever wants to get this deck, it also has a companion book, which is very lovely. So it comes with, of course, like the Oracle cards and the Oracle cards book, but then it comes with another book that you oh, can that's buy. Oh, cool. So it's by Laura Tempest Zakharoff. That's what it looks like to me. That's what it looks like. It, what I Author like about it is... Weave the Liminal. Okay. It's kind of like watercolor meets illustration. Yeah. So it's it's got a nice, it's got a softness to it. Yeah. Yeah. These were like the only cards that I used when I, like in February. Oh, okay. I don't know why they spoke to me so much that yeah. I was like, oh, I gotta, you know, I have to use these all the time. That's what you were feeling. Yep. Yep. Um, anything else you want to add about tarot or oracle, my friend? No. I just think that like, if you are somebody who is tarot or oracle interested Go to a place, uh, go to a shop. It, I, I always like when I could go to a shop and look at a deck. Yeah. Um, rather than just order it. I know some people there is a, this may just be with tarot, and I don't know if it's an old wives tale or not, but that you should be gifted your first tarot deck. Yeah. I don't know. You can, I think you could do what you want to do. Um, you know, if you're drawn to a certain deck, I think that you should get it. Yeah. I, um, I had always heard that too, mm -hmm. but I can tell you I've noticed zero difference between decks that were gifted to me mm -hmm. and decks that I purchased, other than my gratitude to the person uh, yes. for thinking yes. of me and for their, their lovely thoughtfulness, but the deck performed the same way regardless. Yes. So, um, yeah. Just make sure it's a deck that you connect with, I think, yeah. is like the most important thing. Yeah, yeah. And, you totally. know, go go out and, and try some out and, you know, look some over, because I think that you'll be pleasantly surprised to carry a deck with you. I agree. I agree. And they do make some that are nicely travel size. They really do. <laughs> um, so for this episode's You Know You're a Witch If. You Know You're a Witch If. If you justify buying more and more tarot and oracle decks because they take up less space than your books. Oh, 
that I'm, guilty, guilty, as guilty. Charged. I definitely do that. So yes. Um, oh, I was just gonna say one other thing. Um, one of the one of the our friends. Her name is Rianne, and remember she had that small little deck. The cards were yes. like the size of postage stamps. So do I you remember to, that I used to have that deck. I gave it to my friend Dominique because I I couldn't use it. Yeah, it's just that's I, too I feel small. Like a klutzy giant with that. Deck. Were you even able to like shuffle it or no? I would just mix them around. Okay, like this. okay. I couldn't, I okay. couldn't shuffle. You like couldn't. Them. Okay, no, I do. Okay, when she yeah. brought them in, I thought they were so funny. So they're adorable. Yeah, yeah. Um, my friend Dominique loves them. Yeah. Okay. She swears by their accuracy. I'm like, I can barely read them. I, yeah. I've got an astigmatism. I can't. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. No. Yeah. But if you if you get the chance, go out and you know look at some um, oracle cards or tarot cards. See which one resonates more with you. Like um, Margaret said. She's going to put the name of the tarot class yep. in the show notes. Yeah. I'm trying to use all the lingo, the we caster lingo. You got it. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, and just really go out there and enjoy because they're a lot of fun. Totally. Thank you so much. Stay magical. Thanks for listening. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss our next episode. If you loved this, please leave us a review. We can't wait to talk to you again next week.